Welcome to Grits in the Gospel. This week is January 21st, 2024. I'm not sure about y'all, but I can hardly believe that we are almost done with January. Um, we are in the third Sunday after Epiphany this week. And I don't know where you are, but where I am, it is very, very cold. So I hope that you are warm and safe and um, that you are feeling the warmth of Jesus's love despite the cold temperatures outside. Let us come together now in a um, posture of worship. The Lord be with you and also with you. Today's reading is from Psalm 62 verses 5 through 12. Hear now the words of the psalmist. For God alone my soul waits in silence, for my hope is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rests my deliverance and my honor, my mighty rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. And the balances, they, they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no confidence in extortion and set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that the power belongs to God, and steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord, for you repay to all according to their work. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we prepare our hearts for the message today, let us remind ourselves what we believe as we say together, the Apostles' Creed. Friends, what do we believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray together. Dear Lord, when... The world outside seems so cold when we shiver as we walk on frozen ground. We look to you for warmth and kindness and love, the kind of warmth that can only be found in our faith. We pray that we can be renewed as the earth is being renewed this winter. And that the words that you taught us to pray will bring us comfort in this time. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Hear now the words of the gospel lesson. We are in the oldest of the gospels, the gospel of Mark. We're in chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. Hear now the words of the gospel. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me and I will make you fish for men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I love to fish. As a treat, I used to fish the intercoastal waterways from time to time. It's one of those places where it's hard to concentrate on your fishing because the surroundings are so beautiful. Bald eagle nests are all around you. Marshlands are filled with plants and birds that are very different from the ones we find away from the coast. It also is a wonderful time in the boat with my favorite captain, Wendell. I grew up in a boat during the summer, so flying through the backwater channels always brings me joy. We never fish with nets. But he used larger rigs than I ever owned myself. The fishing is just different down there. One of my favorite things to get on the line is a shark. I have call, caught black tip and bonnet head sharks in those waters. They're not fish that you keep, but they sure are fun to wrestle with. The satisfaction of working hard and wearing yourself out to land one of them is a great feeling. You work and struggle not knowing what's on the other end of the line. You fight for the thing on the other end of the line. And once you have it in the boat, you take a minute to marvel at the beautiful creature that just about made you lose your religion. And then you set it free. Last week, we talked about Jesus gathering a group of people together that brought different gifts and graces. He brought them together to help make a well-rounded group of people to live a life of ministry with. This week, we see him call two sets of brothers, Simon, who in Matthew and Luke uh, is referred to as Simon Peter, and Andrew. And James and John, who knew what a life of struggle looked like. You see, this call he had for them was not easy. 
It was full of ridicule by the leaders of the faith that they proclaimed and by people who doubted what they were called to do. They had to be tough. They had to know what it was like to fight and work for something hard to deliver. It's one of the most quoted lines of scripture, but it's one of the best word plays in scripture. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Fishermen becoming fishers of men. And some, on some level, these brothers who were used to wrestling nets and slippery fish were probably relieved to be fishing for men. It had to be less backbreaking work than working those nets. They were used to physically fighting with fish, toiling to bring in heavy loads. I wonder if they realized they would be trading heavy physical loads for heavy heart loads. Life is hard. Life with Jesus was hard. As a healer and a teacher, they had to deal with the sick and the hurt and the dying and those in mourning. They had to minister to the outcast and the lonely, the skeptics and the threatened. None of that is easy work. It may not be physically demanding, but it is spiritually and emotionally hard. Day after day, seeing all of the broken people coming to find some relief was rough. They have to endure verbal assaults by some of those same people as well. I had a boss at the Lizard that used to make some verbal, take some verbal lashings from those in power above her. You know how that goes. People up the corporate ladder don't often understand what the work is like in the trenches. So sometimes they come down hard on things they don't understand. After a particularly tense meeting, I asked if she was okay, and she said, I have been run over by the bus so many times, my shoulders are really strong. Hardships and wrestling with hard things like sharks and Pharisees build up muscles we need for strength. The actual muscles that Simon Peter and Andrew, James and his brother John, built up over time wrestling fish are parallel to the strong muscles they would need to follow Jesus. Ministry is hard work. And I don't mean just the work I do as a minister, but you all are in ministry too. Out in the world, away from these walls and pews, living life as a person of faith can sometimes be hard. When we try to help people who are hurting and angry with God, we have to be strong and help them wrestle with their faith. When we're facing illness and mourning loss, we have to be strong and sometimes wrestle with our own faith. Jesus called these men into his group of disciples because they had experience in how to do that. They could help people through tough times with their strength and skills, but they could also show them how to do that for themselves. Their example and what they brought to the faith group of people around Jesus was a lesson in faith and a lesson in strength. In ministry and in life, there will be times when we are called to all different roles that the disciples modeled for us.
Sometimes we would be called to be Philip, who saw things in people and brought them to Jesus. Sometimes we would be called to be Nathaniel and work through some doubts, to have a strong faith and be the humor of the group. Sometimes we would be called to be Matthew and be good accountants and stewards. Sometimes we would be called to be the women and be caring and nurturing and spread the news to the doubters and other disciples. And sometimes we will be called to fill the role of Simon Peter and Andrew, James and John, the strong ones, the rocks, the ones that can shoulder a heavy load. And don't miss that these two groups of men were brothers. They were not expected to carry these burdens and mend nets and fish for men alone. Even in the larger group of disciples, they had that one person that was family that they could count on and work well with. We say it every week in the benediction. I hope you hear it. God is with us. We are not alone. Not only is God with us, but he gives us the gift of brothers and sisters in Christ to be in ministry and life with. We are not, indeed, alone. This church where I'm serving is the perfect example of having strong shoulders for each other. And I'm not just talking about the actual new shoulders that some of you and or some of the people in my congregation have had lately, have had replaced. As I've gotten to know all of you over the past year and a half, I have heard your stories of trials and hard times. Hardships that some of you have endured seem almost insurmountable to me. Loss, hurt, illness, and suffering dot the lives of each person in this congregation. But the one thing that each of you has said to me is that these people in this church have helped you through those times. That strength that you have in ministry to each other can be shared and given with those around us. Those things that we learned about ourselves and our faith can be used as nets to help gather in the men and women in this community that need examples of that strength that all of you have gained. Jesus is calling us, just like he called all of those brothers to be fishers of men. We just have to keep searching for the way to do that best for the people all around us. I'll never forget the first time I caught a shark. I was fishing for sea trout and redfish, but something was immediately different with the fish I had on my line. It was running and darting back and forth, and I could barely keep up with it. I had no idea what I had just landed, but I knew it was a fighter. Captain Wendell immediately knew. You have a shark on the line, he said, like it was a normal everyday activity. Get ready to fight it, he warned. I reeled and struggled for what seemed like an hour, but it was probably more like five minutes. 
The whole time I kept thinking, there is no way this is a shark. I have absolutely landed something huge, like a whale. I'm a strong woman. It should not be this hard to pull a fish in here in the intercoastal. We're not even out in deep water where the big fish are. Sure enough, I landed a black tip shark. But embarrassingly, it was just a baby. Captain Wendell knew because Captain Wendell had landed a bunch of sharks before. He had experience fishing. He knew how to help me. He let me struggle and learn on my own what was always there when I really needed him. He knew the struggle and the learning for myself was the best way to show me how to fish. Sound familiar? That's what Jesus was calling the brothers to do. And that's what he is calling us to do. Be there for people when they are struggling and offer help and guidance when they need it. But know that the best way for anyone to learn something is to struggle through it themselves with the love and support that we can give. We are called to show people that God is our rock and our refuge, to fish for men and bring them into the fold of God to find peace and hope. Thank goodness we are not alone. We are called to do that together as a group of disciples, brothers and sisters in faith, that can show people the way to salvation. Amen. As we go throughout our week, let us honor our brothers and sisters in Christ and work together to be fishers of men. Because in life, in death, and life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God.